Hey listeners, this is Danielle. And Shelly. Shelly is a radical Dravidian and racial equity activist. And Danielle is a community mobilizer and changemaker. And this is the Medford Bites podcast. Every two weeks, we chew on the issues facing Medford and deliver bites of information about the city by lifting the expertise of our guests. Join us in discussion about what you hope for the future of Medford. And as always, tell us where you like to eat. All right, Shelly and I are here today. Um, if you don't mind just introducing yourself, just your name, pronouns, and a bit about who you are. Hey, yeah, thanks for having me. Um, my name's Brian McGossel. I'm the owner of Eventham and Ticket Union here in Medford, Mass. Great. So, Brian, um, every podcast we start off with the same question, which is what is your favorite place to eat in Medford and what do you like to eat there? Well, we are still, I'm still exploring the, the neighborhood here, and so we're kind of stopping by, we stopped by the more our neighbors first, so there's Eddie's up the street, there's Nappy's, there's Alfredo's, so we've kind of stopped by those places. Um, I'd probably say right now, I'd love them all, but Nappy's is a quick walk right up the street here, mm-hmm. and so um, really friendly environment, um, the owners are really lovely, and so we're, we're supporting them right now. I'll, I'll give them my top, <laughs> my number one of the week, so. And correct me if I'm wrong, but Nappy's is famous for not having a menu? Is that, you just sort of ask for what you want? Kind of, yeah. <laughs> so I, I learned about Nappy, I think it's Nappy, right? Yeah. Um, and I was trying to order from them one day, and I couldn't find a menu. And I was like, what's going on? So I walked up there, and they're like, what do you want? What do you need? And I was like, chicken parm? Does that work? And she's like, that sounds great. Okay. So, yeah, I don't think they do. And I think, um, I think uh, they have a really great local, fun, family-oriented vibe over there. So that's kind of our thing. So great. definitely dig it. Cool. That might be the first nappy mention. On the I think it is. <laughs> is it really? It's definitely a new way of making the menu work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> great. Well, thank you. So um, we're here in your space on Salem Street. So I'm wondering if you could tell us a little bit about your business. Absolutely. So... Um, Eventham is the company. Uh, started that early 2000s when, out of college, I realized that it was really hard to get shows and play. I was in different bands. I went to school for music and business and photography, actually, too. So I was really tied in with, like, music and art. And it was really hard to get in anywhere. It was really hard to, you know, book a band or pick your artist because it would always be like, how many people can you bring mm. or it's it was very much about how can the venue benefit the most and and I understood that but it was really hard to um, be able to give them exact numbers you know you never know who's going to show up mm. so I started kind of booking venues myself so I basically was like will you tell me how much it will cost for the room mm. so I kind of accepted responsibility for it didn't have to answer those questions and just started creating my own shows and booking some bands, some artists, and mm. kind of creating these events. So it was an uh, event that was created. Um, and yeah, it was just about giving people an opportunity to have a place to participate in or go to an event. Mm. And yeah, we've been in Somerville for a bunch of years now, and we decided to keep our location, uh, our presence in Somerville, but opening up uh, the Eventham Studios here in Medford, Mm -hmm. which kind of not only gives us an opportunity to continue what we're doing and creating events and opportunity at local businesses, but we actually can do it here now, too. 
Awesome. So this is an event space. I think when we first met, you told you told me about the ticketing, the ticket concierge service. Like yeah, that, which I had never heard of. But I might be, <laughs> I might be like, not too hip. So could you describe what that is? You're very hip. Yeah. No, I think you're. <laughs> <Thanks. hip. laughs> um, so yeah, so I'd say it was around like 2007. Uh, I was doing events, and um, a gentleman who owned a local ticketing company knew that I was doing events and was like, hey, I need help. Uh, I own a ticketing business. And basically, you know, we buy and sell tickets to local events. And so, you know, I was still getting off my feet wet and still kind of getting going. So I was like, all right, extra work is great. Mm -hmm. And so I started getting into ticketing. And it was was really, it was exciting. It was was fun because I get to go to cool shows and have really good seats but it was really interesting to learn about that element of event stuff mm-hmm. right um, and you know people spend a lot of money on tickets they don't understand I mean I could talk about dynamic pricing I can talk about <laughs> all the things the Taylor Swift thing we could probably do another <laughs> podcast about that I can tell you a little bit more um, but you know what it really comes down to is I really enjoyed giving people that experience you know, somebody wants to take their dad to one more Red Sox game while mm. they're still mobile, or a mother wants to take her daughter to their first concert, you know? Mm. And so that was really enjoyable because I could watch the markets, I could really dig and do that work for them. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so was doing that for a bunch. And then when the original owner retired, I kind of took the ticket business, I rebranded it as Ticket Union because it's more of uniting all the elements of ticketing, you know, buying, selling, requesting, market analysis, really trying to keep it in the community, Mm. you know. Um, You know, in theory, you could have two neighbors and one person is selling tickets online to a company that's based in California, and then their neighbor could be buying those exact same tickets (laughs) online for a company in California, so what's happening is is that the person selling it is making less because they have to pay online seller fees. And the person buying it has to pay more because they have to pay for online selling fees. <laughs> and essentially what you're doing is people are making less on their what they have. People are paying more for what they want to get. And then the taxable income is double time <laughs> like going yeah. to a different state. So right. you're leaving your community. So um, my goal is to kind of try to keep that in a hub. Mm. Yeah. yeah, very cool. Um, I think while you're talking, I'm thinking about outside looking in at the very least um, what it might require for artists to sort of practice and commit to their craft, but also commit to sort of the marketing and um, kind of lifting their own profile and putting my mind to how much work that takes. And maybe if that's a new perspective for folks or if there are maybe older artists who aren't kind of leveraging maybe social spaces like younger folks are. Um, just while you're ta- I'm thinking about how um, places and spaces like yours might be so valuable um, in kind of connecting folks and creating pipelines. Yeah. Um, I, I, I mean, it's, it's kind of tough, right? If you're a musician or artist, like, your passion is in your art, right? I would assume. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's kind of like, 
I don't know, it's a comparison. If, if you liked riding your bike, you would ride your bike all day. You wouldn't jump on a skateboard and then ride on your bike <laughs> and then walk <laughs> and then, you know, take a parachute. I, you know what I mean? It's just like you're on that trajectory and you have you and you have your art, your, your, your harnessing, right? Mm. So when you add these other elements that are important, you know, people need to know about you. And it's really hard to connect, like, um, especially with original music more than sure. anything, you know. Um, people, for the most part, um, just really, they just want to dance or have familiarity with when they hear stuff. Most, many people do. Mm. Um, their ability to escape through music or listeners is the fact that they connect so easily. And so when you have original music, it, it's a hard selling point. So, mm. yeah, so when you have social media and advertising and promoting um, it's really hard and so yeah what we do here is that we try to promote shows that we have but we promote other people's shows mm -hmm. and we try to create connections and bonds mm -hmm. so it's really hard to do anything on your own these days yeah. right um, and so we try to create the ability so people don't have to do that mm -hmm. um, you know we do we have a Common Roots is something we started for local business owners, and it's um, like a local business connection group, and it's no stress. You can miss meetings. You can you don't have to do the referral things and all the stuff. It's encouraged, but it's really about just meeting people and then knowing that you know you've got somebody in your corner if you need an electrician or if you need somebody that does computers and stuff. And the same thing applies to artists and musicians as we're trying to um, make those connections here and at shows and events that we're doing. That's great. Yeah. And so you said you have, you've been working in Somerville for a while, right? And you're newer to Medford. You guys are hoping, hoping to, like, like, really open this space soon. What are your hopes for, like, for what you're like, kind of hoping to bring to Medford or hope to see in, in Medford as you kind of... Mm -hmm begin your work here well you know just like a lot of cities and towns and you know the greater Boston area it's changing it's changing rapidly mm -hmm. um you know it's in good ways and in ways that maybe aren't good or just different rather um for here in Medford I we just always felt that there's a need out here um Somerville's great you know it's our home we do a lot out there and that's where our base is still but um there's a lot of competition there's a lot going on out there mm. you know you have an event you have a show and you know i remember when i'd be promoting a show or telling people this is a really good show you should check this out if you want like mm. you know and there would be i'll try to make it i already said i was going to two other things <laughs> and you know where do you where do you go with that do you you know you want i don't know these other shows per se but i want people to be able to go to these other shows I want them to support it but I want them to come to the ones I'm doing but yeah. at the same time I'm not going to be like skip theirs and come to yeah. this one instead it'll be better that's not right <laughs> um, but you know we felt that here in Medford doesn't have that as much right mm -hmm. um, and so it felt like it was a community that we could really support um, and that's kind of what we were kind of hoping to do mm -hmm. um, without having too much, not necessarily competition, but, you know, con 
conflicts, mm-hmm. um, but still be able to promote and encourage other things that are going on. Mm. Um, but this just being another opportunity. So. so hosting shows, helping to plan shows and other events. You shared with me, I think, before recording some of the other stuff that you guys do. It sounds like birthday parties, other other events that you support, ticketing for events, anything else you so, want? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so when, for the event stuff, I mean, typically, you know, up to about this point, everything's been out of, not in-house, right? Mm-hmm. So we do an event at a park or we do it in public. Like, so we do a lot. We help um, Union Square Main Streets with... Um, Fluff Festival in Somerville. Very big event, like 15,000 people in like six hours. So we do the booking and the staging and stuff like that. Um, we do um, the Chandler Street Block Party for Pride in Boston. Um, we assisted on some other events uh, for Pride in June as well. Um, but a lot of those are typically you know, not are not in-house. So when we're talking about like doing other events and stuff like that, like now we can do stuff here. So we can do ticketing for them. So mm-hmm. let's say you wanted to throw on an event, we can do ticketing like Eventbrite at a local level. Mm-hmm. Um, our strong suit when it comes to ticketing is more already existing events. Like, hey, I want to go to this. It's sold out. How can I get to that? Mm-hmm. But, you know, we can facilitate um, those other elements to ticketing. But then like here, um, you know, we can... We want to have this podcast room so you know we can people can talk about events so they mm-hmm. can talk about whatever they can it's their craft it's their interest right you don't have to paint a picture you don't have to play an instrument you can I still think that honest and open discussions and also um, other elements to recording that we want to put the recording studio downstairs so I hope to have that done by our opening in May mm-hmm. So we'll be able to basically host other events on a grander scheme, you know, mm-hmm. like, you know, this is an event, right? Mm-hmm. Let's, it's kind of like event them is really, I guess the best way I can put it is that what is a common, the most common word that's used for search, search for something online? Oh, Google. Google, right? <laughs> so Google is a name of a company. Sure. It doesn't mean search for something online. Mm-hmm. It means the company. But people have gotten just so accustomed to Google it, Google mm-hmm. that, right? Mm-hmm. It's the same thing as event them. Mm-hmm. So we want to kind of almost like, you know, life is full of events, mm-hmm. good and bad. Yeah. It really is. But we're trying to give that impression where event is a verb. Mm-hmm. So you want to take your daughter to their first concert, event them, mm-hmm. go get tickets. Mm. Do you want to mm. have a birthday party or show some art in our gallery here? A small thing, right? Mm-hmm. We can do that. We'll invent them. Mm. Do you want to do a podcast, a recording? And, like, this is an event. It's Events are always considered, like, concerts and stuff. But events are moments of your life that you want to hold with you, you mm. know, that you want to take with you where you go. And so that's kind of what we're trying to show and give people that experience it's incredible to a certain extent it feels like you're pushing for a level of culture shift or consciousness shift around how you can think about different moments or or literally different events or parties and refigure how what can be 
Maybe. I don't know. I, I mean, I, that's, that's, that's so, that's a very positive, awesome way to put it. Um, you know, I don't know. I, 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 the intent was never to create a culture shift or, or anything like that, but I think, oh my goodness, it's more about awareness um, and just people recognizing, you know, I, I guess event is a very big word, right? It can be. It can be, oh, you're going to put on an event and everybody's like, ah, oh. even like the smallest things. Like somebody's ha- putting, like my daughter is 10 months old this week. And so she's, uh, she's a little firecracker. She's, she's awesome. But we're going to do like a first birthday party. And for a lot of people, that's like, yes. pull your yes. hair out. <laughs> oh my God, there's going to be little kids running around. <laughs> like it's a whole thing. And it can really stress people out. But mm-hmm. like there's different there's a spectrum of, of, of that, right? Like, yeah, it can be, but it also can be a very, we can have like a small party mm-hmm. or literally an event can just be a moment. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't have to be a big thing. Mm-hmm. And so I think instead of being afraid about if somebody was putting on a one-year-old birthday party instead of being afraid because it's a lot to do and the cake and the kids and all this mm-hmm. stuff just realizing that there is a wide range of what an event could be mm-hmm. and it could literally just being having two friends over and just having a moment and that mm-hmm. is an event mm-hmm. or it can be hey we're gonna throw on a bash with 20,000 people to celebrate <laughs> my daughter's one-year-old birthday <laughs> Which, I don't know. I don't think we get 20. Maybe 10. <laughs> uh, my experience is those one-year-old birthdays are more for the parents. So. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So hopefully there'll be booze. But, yeah. Um, I, I also, you're doing it. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I also feel like, in my experience of Medford, I haven't been here as long as Shelly has, but, like, people are, they really like to be sort of, like, I like critical lovers of the city. So, like, if they find something that's going to, like, make them feel connected to the city and, like, is local and is something that's, like, like it, like a space like yours, people get really into it, right? They, I think that they like to do things that support the kind of community-centered vibe of the city, and so I feel like when places like this kind of come up, people get really excited and they get... It feels like the kind of vibe of your business fits well with, I think, what I've experienced, sort of the... We're a city, but also kind of like a small-town feel sometimes, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. I think we also have neighborhoods in Medford that very much have their own cultures. Mm-hmm. And so this might be a space that has the capacity to unify in ways that mm. we may not have other pieces that are doing that right now. Um, and we have some strong cultures in neighboring towns. So I think Medford's often concerned with who we can be. Mm-hmm. Um, so this might be a platform. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think it can be a platform, but it's also, I just. You know, we tell people we can fill in the gaps. Like, mm. just, you know, reach out to us. And in mm. other words, somebody is like, we just need a cornhole or a game for a day or something like that. We have, like, like 20-something of them. Mm. And the, the shed out back, you know. Um, but it's kind of like, you know, it, it, we don't have to put on an event for them. Mm-hmm. Like, We've been we've been working on this one element, and it, it's not ready yet. But it, it's called Eventlopedia, mm. and what it is, it's a combination. It's just content. And the original idea is is that you know people reach out to us, and it's kind of like 
we can, I'm more than happy to talk to people all day long about what to, how to help them. But it's sometimes they just want to like be sitting on their couch, look on their phone and just mm-hmm. have a place that they can find out information. So mm-hmm. we started writing, you know, articles and reviews and top 10 places to get, get an ice cream on a Friday night in the area. Mm-hmm. We have, um, like, you know, top five things to not forget for a Super Bowl party, right? Mm-hmm. Now you think, well, I think it was a top 10, right? But you think like the things that for a Super Bowl party that you would want is obviously, oh, like food, and TVs, right? Mm-hmm. Some sports memorabilia stuff, right? But you don't think about you need a whole bunch of napkins, right? <laughs> yeah. You need a whole bunch of toilet paper, right? <laughs> you have a Super Bowl party, you forget about toilet paper. I mean, the thing is all about, like, you know, there's eating and sitting around. Like, let's just, you know, so there's yeah. things like sure. those type of things. So Eventlopedia, um, we'll, we'll have it probably by the end of the year done and out on the site. But if people want to do something, they can just go to the Eventlopedia if there's an article or some information mm. or some re- references and resources for them then mm. that's great mm. like we can provide that and they don't have to call us they can just kind of do it themselves like you know um, I don't know you can do stuff yourself you just need to know how to do it mm-hmm. you know yeah. great and you uh, are you guys having like um, an event of your own to sort of introduce yourself to the community we are, yes. So the May 6th, it's a Saturday. So, yeah, the, the awning will be all up and the inside will be finally done, I, I hope. Knock on, <laughs> knock on foam. It's <laughs> yeah, a foam table. Um, yeah, it, it, should be, it should be done, at least for the most part. We'll have some you know, singer-songwriter kind of music stuff. We'll have... Likely some games in the lot out back here. And yeah, it'll just be kind of an open house. We'll do giveaways for some upcoming events. Um, probably do uh, definitely Red Sox, Bruins, and maybe like a country or not necessarily country, but like a, like a concert rather. Yeah. So we'll do some ticket giveaways. Um, we're open if anybody has local vendors that they want to have here. We mm-hmm. have some space for that. Uh, our first local artist will be featured at that as well. And so, yeah, just kind of come down all day, kind of see what we're doing here. and Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, play some games, eat some food, hmm, cool. hang out. So know. put it on the calendar. Yeah. yeah. Be here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the sports tickets, we were driving, we, my son goes to school right around here, and we were driving, and he was like, he must have been noticing, like, a lot of people wearing Bruins jerseys or, like, their flags. <laughs> Why does everybody like sports around here? <laughs> yeah. Well, here, this is the place. This is Boston. That's yeah. a good yeah. It really is. Yeah. yeah. But now he wants jerseys of all kinds. So. Oh, does he really? <laughs> yeah. 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 Sports is a thing around here. Yeah. It really is. People go crazy. Mm-hmm. And they spend a lot of money on it, too. Mm-hmm. It's a yeah. big... There's a reason... There's some, you know, some big stadiums and arenas and build-outs and mm. stuff around here. You know, people are supporting it, and that's great. Yeah. Um, again, it's their, it's their getaway. It's a, they're interested in. Yeah. It's, a, it's an event, right? We're excited about the potential of a new soccer stadium coming to Everett, I heard, and a women's soccer team. So that would be awesome. That's our trip for this weekend. We're going to New York to watch women's soccer because really? that's the closest team to Boston. No kidding. At this point. Yeah. I I've heard yeah. that they've been trying to get it in like uh, in the Boston area for yeah. for a long time. Just yeah. because, um, at least for the um, the local like professional team, 
it's just a little too lo- it's located too far outside of the city. Yeah. And I think that a majority of its fan base, its followers, its yeah. interests are going to be more in the city. Um, and so I think if they would be able to provide, you know, a stadium for um, soccer slash football yeah. here, I think it would be, I think it'd be great for the community. Yeah. I really do. And it's also just another place that, you know, you can't, I'm sure you can't have professional sports games there all the time. It would be yeah. <laughs> probably stuff you could, you know, your kids could play their championship game there yeah. or something. Maybe that's something that they do. Right. And so I think that that's like, those are the moments you hold on to, right? Yeah. Like 10 year old is in there's, um, last you know championship game or something of their I don't know do you call it little league I don't even know what you call it <laughs> I'm not sure little league baseball soccer, right yeah. I don't know. Yeah. but I don't the Medford know. football team just played Fenway. there at Fen- was it Fenway yeah they played yeah. for the Thanksgiving game I don't know yeah. my son's like guys chess is a sport <laughs> oh really <laughs> yeah yeah we did used to have a professional women's soccer team in Bo- the Boston Breakers and I think I thought they played yeah. at the Harvard Stadium but New league, no team in the... Well, new, it's been eight years, but... Okay. Yeah, so hopefully. I have a lot of hope to... I'll definitely buy season tickets to, the, to that team. Yeah. <laughs> it's the the Breakers or the soccer team? They were, yeah. Oh. And MLS right. was the... MLS is the revolution. They play in Foxborough, which... Uh, yeah. You're right. It's too far to drive. <laughs> it is too far. There's a train. Yeah. No. Hmm. But still, that's, that's, it takes a while. Yeah. It's a, people yeah. are busy. It's a long, yeah. it's a long time. But logistics of events sh- certainly are a thing. Yeah. <laughs> What's the lac- lacrosse teams? Lacrosse is the like cannons. The cannons. That's what I was. And thinking Brian, of. it's men's lacrosse. I, <laughs> is it? I played women's lacrosse. You know, in college and high school. So I have a lot of opinions about it. But we can cut this out. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah so I think yeah. it's the Boston Cannons. Yeah. There was there isn't there isn't a, a women's one. No. Are you surprised? <laughs> what is it? <laughs> no, there's not. No, it's uh, I think lacrosse is such like a small time sport to begin with, and then, you know, there's never a women's counterpart to anything. So, <laughs> for there to be a women's lacrosse team. Uh, yeah. We do we have a national flashcards for this sports lingo. I know yeah. the process that we are not on the sticks. Yes, yes. <laughs> That's I need to catch up. Yeah. yeah. Um, great. Well, is there anything else you want to mention before we wrap up for today? I don't know. What do you guys got going on this weekend? What's yeah. happening? Talk to me. Yeah. Going to New York for soccer. New York. I am actually headed to the Black Policy conference at the harvard kennedy school okay so like i you know fancy breakfast and some good policy talk <laughs> that's, that's i'm that's, down yeah right like one bus right away that's yes. awesome i wonder if jen's going to that my partner jen she's she's very active uh, she's a executive director of a foundation too in boston so she's she's always got something that she's she wants to yeah. support and go to so. well there are very few chellies so yeah, <laughs> in always very few choices. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. I do think that's something about Medford that we don't like talk enough about is the amount of like education. Like Tufts is right here. Like I think our schools like don't utilize that enough, but the community for sure, right? Oh, absolutely. And Tufts is like they've got a Green Line stop now, right? Yeah. Just get, it's no yes. joke. Yeah. Tufts it's is great. Very fancy. We're making it. Yeah. <laughs> we actually did. I used to do. I used to go to a couple different shows over at, not JUL, JUL was you low, MFO, right? That's the Tufts station, radio station over there. Do you guys you familiar so, with it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, so Tufts, Tufts Radio, they have like a like a radio station over there. And it's actually really, 
the it's really good actually mm-hmm. it was actually really good and so I remember I used to do some stuff over there and just kind of I think I played on a couple different sh- yeah I played on a couple different shows and just kind of you know talked a little bit about just you know things whatever's going on in the world mm-hmm. uh, but that was a great spot but Tufts um, we've actually we've had uh, we've worked with some their internship program so we've mm-hmm. uh, supported Tufts in that way and tried to we did we've done Northeastern as well mm. um, but yeah we'll, we'll be doing that again too cool. so um, we tried to the one that we did last year for Northeastern was is that we, we took them we took on two interns um, and kind of not only like it, it wasn't about like you know Getting coffee and mailing, you know, licking envelopes. Right? <laughs> well, although who, who licks an envelope yeah. now? Anyways, right? I don't even know if that's a thing. <laughs> um, but we we kind of we curated uh, a quote unquote, a course, if you will, mm-hmm. about how to put on an event, right? And so nice. we kind of touched the basis about you know basic just like research and contacting and reaching out to artists and bands, and then preparing um, you know outreach to venues but also we got into like permits Mm -hmm. so when you're dealing with um uh you know different um cities and their regulations and stuff like that like you know the permit process is is different Mm -hmm. you know in a lot of different places so kind of touching a base upon that but in addition to it while we were doing that we were they were curating their own event at the Mm -hmm. same time Mm -hmm. so the last day of the internship or at least the last week was their event that they put on. So cool. cool. So like that was super fun. So we'll probably do that again with 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 Tufts and they can do it here and it, it's fun, man. It's uh, yeah. it's fun to kind of show people stuff, but it's also like I don't know if you're if you're a good let's say good teacher, you're you're when you're a good teacher, you're a good learner and good listener mm-hmm. because it's not about just what you're putting out; it's what you can take from it. Yeah, so for sure. we learned. I learned a lot. Sure. And so that was super fun. So, sounds like a similar vibe to our podcast, like kind of learning what's happening in the community, trying to connect connect to those folks, and then connect people to each other, which seems like will happen naturally with your space as well. I hope so. Yeah. And again, it doesn't all have to happen here. Yeah. Like people can, you know, reach out and say, "Hey, I have a question. How would you do this?" And mm-hmm. you're like, oh, "This is how you should do it." And like, you know, uh, contact this or do this or just buy yeah. this. You'll be all set. You're fine. Yeah. Or if they want to do something here, then that's great. Again, we're a small, we're a large, small space, right? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we're not like our footprint is like decent size, but it's not like we can host like events for like five hundred people or anything yeah. like that. But that's that's the point. Like, we don't want to be like mm-hmm. we don't we want to be a place that people know where to go. That if they want to do something here, they can. Or if they want to do something at their home, they can. Or if mm-hmm. they're like, I want to put on a gala, mm-hmm. you know? You're like, all right, let's do this. Where can we do that locally? Mm-hmm. Like, where do you think we can do that? And, mm-hmm. like, that's the point is that we want to be able to help people put on things and support other local businesses and other mm-hmm. establishments. Right? That's great. So not be competitive. It's just it's about, yeah. And we don't have to worry about some of the elements either yeah I'm running through my head about what party I have up next I what, what do I need to plan I next two years yeah. yeah I know I was gonna say I was gonna say I was like do I have any oversized chess 
uh, things. So you've mentioned your son, right? With chess. Did you bring that up? <laughs> he is actually an avid skier, but he will not be found playing basketball. Or no. Soccer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I'm, I'm a snowboarder, but I am ashamed on the lack thereof time I've spent on the slopes mm. this year. Yeah. Wow. I mean, have you, if you not like been made snow, slightly dizzy? Yeah, yeah, yeah kind yeah. of. Yeah, I brought. I did bring up my bag, my snowboard, with my my boots and everything. I had it up here, and I was like, "All right, I want to go to work. I'm going to see it and be like, I'm going to work really hard today. <laughs> and tomorrow, I'm going to stop by, pick it up, and go north." Hmm. But uh, that, that hasn't really happened yet. But, you know, <laughs> yeah, can't can't get bummed about it. Yeah. Just, things change. Time. Last year, I did a lot. So yeah. the season's not over yet. Right. We still have a. Good nor- uh, nor'easter coming, don't we? Like, <laughs> three feet of snow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, Ryan, thank you so much. Thank you. I look forward to seeing you in May. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, May 6th, guys. Make sure you're here. Yeah. Hey, listeners. This is Danielle. And Shelly. Shelly is a radical Dravidian and racial equity activist. And Danielle is a community mobilizer and changemaker. And this is the Medford Bites podcast. Every two weeks, we chew on the issues facing Medford and deliver bites of information about the city by lifting the expertise of our guests. Join us in discussion about what you hope for the future of Medford. And as always, tell us where you like to eat. Guys, what's the name of the podcast? Never bites. Never bites. <laughs> Good dog.